0: Hello there, and welcome back to the Natalie and Dennis Show Podcast. Podcast. And happy Friday, everyone. Don't we have a special episode here for you today? Super special. Listen, I want to know, how many of you are on your period right now. Me, 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 I how, am. How many of you are in pain? We're cycle sisters. Oh,
1: me, I'm in so much pain.
0: If only, you know.
1: Pass me that My doll, girl.
0: Listen, today I'm going to teach you how to cycle sync and why there are so many benefits to cycle syncing and what it even is, okay? We are going to talk about how basically managing your whole life around your period can help you not only socially, mentally, physically, but also just in the way that you see life, truly, because this is all okay. about harm, hormones, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I wanted to share with you today.
1: Well, let me just jump in really quickly. Okay. So I had heard of cycle syncing before mm-hmm. from you, but it's not something that you actively practiced. Correct. What took you to finally adapt cycle syncing into your life and how can we teach them to begin cycle syncing in order to adapt it to their life.
0: Yeah. Well, for me, my periods have always been very rough. Right. And I never understood that as a woman, there's actually four different phases to your period. There's the winter phase. There's the spring phase. There's summer and there's autumn. So there there's also more medically um, complex terms for this menstrual phase, follicular, ovulatory and luteal, which but is a
1: sad one. A sad one that the everyone has to look one? out for.
0: I mean, where PMS can happen is yes. during your autumn. Think of autumn. it. Yeah. Like things start to shake up a little, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So with me, my period has always been really rough. I tend to bleed a lot and I bleed for a very long time. And so I recognize that something was off with me, not only with my acne, but I'm, I'm 29 years old and I still have hormonal acne pretty much. Yeah. And my hormones have always been very much out of whack. And once I started cycle syncing and planning my life around my period, oh my gosh, things just kind of got easier for me. So I did want to add one little thing that if you stick to the end of this episode, we will be revealing a very special secret. And no, I'm not pregnant, but I just want you to know it's something like There's that.
1: There's no way you're going to tell them that.
0: I'm going to tell them that at the end of the episode. Betrayed. Yeah, stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, um, I first learned about cycle syncing through this book called Flow, okay? It's all about how to get in flow with your life. So think about this. Let's say whenever you are menstruating, okay? This is a time for you to spend time in silence, to journal, to even dance with yourself. This is what we call the winter phase. It's also a time where your energy is a lot lower, right? Very low. And so you want to be more reflective. You want to be in a place where you are actually reviewing because actually your intuition as is at an all time high during this time. So I realized that I was doing so many things wrong during my period phase. Here's one crazy thing. Did you know that there's actually places that now have period leave? Really? Yes. In Europe.
1: Oh, that's very cool. Yeah.
0: So it really reconsiders the fact that as women, it's not that we are incapable at all during this time. No, it's not like that. It's just that some women like myself have a very, very rough period, right? So I recognized that I was doing hit workouts during my period. doesn't even make sense. It doesn't yeah, really make sense, right? You should just be resting. You should be walking. You should be relaxing. And I was also forcing myself to do meetings during this time. Now, I have... A very flexible schedule i am my own boss however i am very emotional during my period and i noticed a conflict of interest whenever i would have these meetings i just couldn't communicate as well in the sense of i was more overwhelmed and stressed and in pain so that is the menstrual phase are you ready for the next one
1: what is the next phase Natalie? spring spring your
0: follicular phase it happens right after you are bleeding okay (laughs) So let's talk about this. What happens here? Your energy is increasing (laughs) and your creativity is also increasing, which means you are in a time to really learn, to plan, to brainstorm, to solve problems, to dream really big. And
1: to dream big.
0: Yeah. To dream extremely big. Right. And so during your follicular phase, this is really a wonderful time in terms of exercise. I'm actually inside of my little Flow app In terms of exercise You are feeling That energy go up So dancing Cardio Zumba Is really a great time For this And then in terms of Work You want to be Brainstorming Because your creativity Is at an all time high Now the interesting thing About these phases as well Is that When it comes to love It also impacts you Oh So for the next one We're moving into Our summer phase Our ovulatory phase Good. With ladies oh, And I thought that
1: was <laughs> Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah So listen, ladies During your ovulatory phase You are really feeling yourself, okay? This is when you are most prone To actually getting pregnant And it's scientifically proven That you are most attractive to the opposite sex During this time
1: No way
0: Yes Yes, it is a time to go on job interviews, to ask for a raise. You are magnetic during this time. You can communicate and socialize and speak and attract like no other, okay? Manifestation is also at an all-time high. During.
1: Manifest.
0: Yes, so that is your ovulatory phase, which that is the phase that I recently have been scheduling a lot of like hard presentations, um, negotiations, conversations with my team and things like that. No, because I'm you telling know, you, oh, no,
1: I just feel like a total hype man today. Like <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just like manifest. I'm just no, like no, repeating no. what you say. You,
0: I think you're not giving yourself enough credit because Dennis actually recently, he's been very invested in my phase. And he's even been like, huh, what can you eat during your luteal phase?
1: Yeah. Cause sometimes you have a lot of gas and then you just go around the house just like
0: um, you um know, it's called stench, period stench. shit
1: stanching it up and no, 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 no,
0: no. i want to prevent that well no so i actually created a family um grocery <laughs> list because like i said if you really read more into this which i highly recommend this book you will learn that even food can contribute to your hormones and i yep. used to ask dennis because dennis studied medicine i used to ask him i was like hey do you believe in Like hormones, hormones. Well, not hormones. That's kind of like, oh, yeah, no, I asked you if like you believed in like period mood swings and stuff like that. Right. And you're like, well, duh, like this is what I study. So this is all attributed to your period. And if you plan around your period in a way where you are maybe your body is in a state of stress, like when you're menstruating, because it's a lot, dude, like your uterus grows like a grapefruit, like so big, which is why a lot of the times we find ourselves feeling like there's a shift in our bodies. And I don't know if you feel this, but a little bit before my period, I feel like I just am fat. And I and I I look in the mirror. You're asking me? No, no, no. no. Asking <laughs> I'm asking them. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, wait, girl, what happened? But no, it, once you see the pictures of how your uterus is before and after, you actually become appreciative for the fact that you're body is just so incredible. So anyways, we're moving into the next phase, which is your luteal phase. Okay. Yes. This is the phase that I am currently in. This is when your energy is decreasing. And let's just call this like a chapter is closing in our lives. This is time for us to wrap it up, to organize, to get, you know, um, really, I don't know, to like clean your freaking closet, to meet all these deadlines. This get is, your shit together. Get your shit together. Exactly. Because what comes next? Winter. <laughs> your menstrual phase. <laughs> yes. Um. So anyways, that was a little rundown of everything. So how have I been incorporating this with work is, like I said, I've been trying to not manage uh, such hard tasks during my period week i actually last last month i just sat the first day of my period and i watched a bunch of movies
1: let me tell you guys it was great it's really hard to not pursue perfection and sometimes it's just best to sit back and relax because no matter what you do hormonally you're going to be in a state of mind where if you push through it it's going to affect you mm-hmm. And you might not do the best possible work you can do. And that's true. That it's like that for guys too. We can be in a state of mind where it just won't happen, and you can definitely force it, and things will work out. But you can only take so much, and I you're think.
0: making your life harder. Yes, you know, during that time, which is why this has been so interesting for me to figure out. And also, can we just talk for a second about sex? Let's talk about oh. love, okay? Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your furious thinking well we all know that during the ovulatory phase um this is actually quite interesting if you don't use birth control you are more likely to obviously get these types of symptoms so for example or not symptoms whenever you're in your ovulatory phase girl let me just be real you are wet You are very wet, which means you can have babies and um, it's it's an interesting phase to have lots of sex.
1: Lay them eggs.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, if you don't want kids, protected sex, et cetera, et cetera. We know the whole thing. But then I thought it was really interesting because during your luteal phase, which is the one that I'm currently in, the first week you're a little bit wet but then the second week you start to get real dry so you need to start using okay wait, wait.
1: hold up hold up so you okay. are currently in your luteal phase i
0: am in my luteal phase that
1: is the phase you're in right now yes okay how are you feeling like if you were to like close your eyes so and crazy okay is it's it my PMS. does it match up with what you're supposed to have though
0: yes it does but i it makes me worried because i recognize that i i read in this book that pms symptoms are not normal now i mean i don't I, w- I would hope that they aren't normal but then clearly something is off in my body mm. right so this week i have been feeling just not wonderful a little bit short-tempered and um overwhelmed
1: over yes very okay. overwhelmed and that matches up with what the book says
0: yes it does and it also matches up with how in the first half of the week i might be feeling like hot and ready for sex right <laughs> But then after it just like it's not it as much. But here's the thing. I'm still learning. I recommend you to learn and I recommend you to start planning your life around your period workout wise and socially. Cause it really does impact it.
1: All right. Let me right. let me let me throw this at myself for a second. All right. <laughs> How has cycle syncing affected your work now that you're on it? Have you felt like you're in line with where you should be? Like when you're creative, you're being creative.
0: Yes. So like, for example, one thing we started doing with our work is instead of it looking so linear every week, which is like, let's say on Monday I take a meeting and on Tuesday I am filming and on Wednesday I'm conceptualizing instead of that, because that's very much a man's schedule is what they like to call it um i we're doing now weekly tasks which also helps with my adhd so for example this week we did a lot of youtube stuff right so i was actually very creative i'm in my luteal phase i was very creative i felt like i was wrapping up a lot of projects Mm -hmm. and um no way in hell would i have been able to have this much energy during my period phase
1: your period phase yeah
0: i would have been miserable filming like literally miserable it would have been terrible
1: you just want to lay around when you're in your period right is (laughs) that like the ultimate goal at
0: least for the first two days for me because but girls you know day two is the worst like literally the the period shit just the pain it's it's horrible it's horrible um but i want to thank you for listening to me about Mm. this topic i know it's a little bit confusing it still confuses me that's why i have this flow app that has helped me um and i just encourage every woman to Learn more. I still want
1: to push into more topics along period though, sure. um, and cycle syncing and stuff. But have you noticed any problems or issues that you have had had that have resolved themselves now that you've been syncing your yeah. cycles?
0: Yeah, I would say, like we started running recently, right? Yeah, and we started running actually right after my um, my period phase right? Which is like spring when my energy starts to go up again, my follicular phase. And I was so strong, like so, so strong, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have felt that way. The, the phase before my period autumn, I wouldn't have felt like that. And Mm -hmm. maybe in my head, I would have been like, Oh my God, I suck. Or like, I would have been like, why, you know? Yeah. And I think in this, it's kind of about embracing that, how beautiful that our body kind of Gives us this energy, and then is also like relax because it's like a tree, right? There, there is a point where it stops growing, like it stops well okay maybe that was a terrible metaphor <laughs> that was a terrible metaphor you know what I mean can you help me out with that you. one I
1: know I know I know yeah. okay, where look.
0: like it's beautiful like you, there's phases of life and yes. there's also phases to womanhood and you can't be running on a man's oh. clock of like 24 hour circadian rhythm like that's just not us ladies okay we do not wake up with like a boner and like super energized and testosterone all the way up so
1: oh. <laughs> you don't recommend people just push through everything
0: no I don't I recommend you to really plan your whole week because here's one thing I noticed. But not
1: everyone is self-employed.
0: That's true. And I I and this book also covers how you can sync around your sisters whenever if it's more like that. There still are ways. There still are ways. Okay. I was more so tapping into like the entrepreneurial side of it. Yep. Um and then I just wanted to mention with that, uh oh, I lost my train of thought.
1: Yeah, it's very, totally fine. Very much like me. Well, along along those same lines though, I do want to talk about what it is in terms of work again. Okay. Right? So you are self-employed and you can manage to change things around based on your phases. Yeah. What is your yeah. opinion on period leave? You mentioned it. Did you mention it at the beginning yeah. of the episode? Yeah, I, you did.
0: I think it was in the other one that didn't get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much there are some places like Europe um, who just like they have paternal leave, right? Where the father gets to also take leave. There's also period leave for women that have really rough periods and it's kind of like it doesn't mean that you're not working but imagine this instead of me having to commute and like do all of this stuff during this time all of a sudden my boss is giving me the opportunity for the first two to three days of my period to stay home and work which you'll be more efficient because the cramps are insane for some women well specifically myself
1: i gotta say any any females out there who get Period leave? You're yeah. You're really lucky. You're very yes. fortunate.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's really, I think it is in the step in, in the step forward. And I think we should be looking at jobs more like this. I know Michelle Fawn, I had heard that she only works four days out of the week. And that her um, her team gets a three-day weekend.
1: Oh, wow. Which I
0: also think is very innovative and great. And, I, and that's why I think it's easy for us to get in the trap Yes. Of what everybody else is doing. But like we as women cannot work in the way that men's schedules work, you know?
1: Understood. So
0: that's what I was trying to get at. That's cool. Yeah. So
1: let's say you had, we had a bigger business. Mm -hmm. And at that point we had actual employees and Mm -hmm. things are going on smoothly. Would you be inclined to give period leave?
0: Yes, I would. And also paternal, paternal leave. Mm -hmm. Because like it's not really fair for just the mom to be the one in charge of, you know, a newborn for the first time. Yeah, I think yeah. that's
1: really great. And then would you take it if your employer offered it?
0: Would I take? Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I have it written here. I in feel so.
0: like that would just make me so happy. And that's why I feel very lucky that I get to be self employed in that way mm. because my periods are not easy, not at all. So, well, a, month.
1: a lot of people were asked if they agree with period leave.
0: Oh, I wonder what they had to say. Most
1: women said that that would fall along the lines of a sick leave. It's okay. bas- they would say it's similar to that, and that they would prefer more sick leave days that okay. they can utilize just for that and for other purposes as well. Mm-hmm. So, do you see having a period and being in your in your difficult phase, your PMSing moments? To feel somewhat like a sick phase, that I wouldn't consider it being sick.
0: No, it's, it's not like you're incapable. It's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that your body is doing its thing and mm. it's a lot harder for me personally.
1: You know, hormones are very hard to control.
0: Oh, yeah, they are.
1: Um, you know, there's this whole thing, you know, in politics currently about just hormonal changes and, you know, people just changing up their hormones, doing testosterone for gyms and all sorts mm. of stuff, right? In terms of women, you know, you mentioned progesterone, you mentioned estrogen and all those things that can affect periods. Mm -hmm. But for dudes right now, currently a topic that's being discussed online a lot is toxic masculinity.
0: Oh, what do you mean about that? And so
1: I researched toxic masculinity and it's points to a particular version of masculinity that is unhealthy for men and boys to conform to because it is very harmful for those around them. Mm hmm. So, if I were to say simply toxic masculinity, what would you assume it means? And then I'll definitely, I'll just tell you what it is and then well, we can talk about it.
0: When I think of toxic masculinity, I think about uh, all of my Hispanic uncle who s- sit around after, I don't know, whatever, maybe playing with the kids for a second. And the moms have been like dealing with everything, the kitchen, and then they're expected to be served food mm. just because they're a man.
1: That reminds me of, um, I think it was my big fat Greek wedding that all the (laughs) women were in the kitchen and all the guys were like sitting around.
0: But here's the thing. We were talking about this, how in my own house, in my own damn house, we have his parents who come over, right? And so his mom tends to just be in the kitchen, like washing. I don't know. I don't know. Like when she brings food, she tends to like wash and you, you and your dad sit and watch television. And I, because of my upbringing, I feel forced to like be in there with her when I'm like, I'm in my house. I do want to
1: say though, that she, she's really good at what she does. And so whenever they need help in terms of anything, like, I don't know, technological, like I'm there, we kind of hit, go into our roles. And I had never realized that Mm -hmm. what you're saying is, is, you know, true. But it's like a thing where we kind of arrive and I, or I arrive on Sundays for soccer and like she's preparing breakfast for me. And I don't think about it Mm -hmm. in like a, oh, it's because she's a woman. I don't think of a woman thing. I think of mom. I think of mom. You know, like that's what my mom does.
0: Right. But unfortunately, well, and fortunately, it's up to her if she likes it. It is the role that she was given because she is a woman. Yes. You know, even if you think about when we went to Columbia to the farm and. Your mom was like in the kitchen, also cooking. Yeah. But then I think your uncle was literally just chilling.
1: Okay, but listen. <laughs> okay, listen. Right? Listen. My dad, in my parents' household, I would say takes more of the womanly role. My mom takes more of the masculine role.
0: Yes, because your mom works. Yes,
1: my mom mm-hmm. works, and my dad stay at home because he's he, he's under disability. But mm-hmm. I wanted to actually go into toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. and we can talk about how. Culturally, it's unacceptable and how people want to change it, Mm -hmm. okay? So the phrase emphasizes the worst aspects of stereotypical masculine attributes, and um, it's represented by violence, dominance, emotional illiteracy, sexual entitlement, and hostility towards femininity, right? Uh, This version of masculinity is seen as toxic for two reasons. First, it is bad for women. Mm-hmm. and then it shapes sexist and patriarchal behaviors, including abusive or violent treatment of women. It actually I reminds laugh. me a lot of Barbie. Yeah, I, that I, that's actually
0: why I laugh, because the Barbie movie, in my opinion, was very feminist, and not in a bad way. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, but I did think to myself, I was like, if Dennis was sitting here next to me, hmm, would I feel okay? Like, I don't know. It made me feel uncomfortable in some parts, but I also appreciated The fact that it was so about women. Mm. And I know that's something that we talk about a lot. Like sometimes we'll see commercials that just feel like they're pushing that femininity role on you.
1: I think it's a bit much. And it
0: feels a bit fake and forced. Yeah. But because I do feel like women have been so hindered in so many ways, I am actually like really living for it. I think
1: it's not genuine from companies' sides.
0: And you could feel that. I think
1: anytime that they have a commercial with like su- super high diversity or it's like all women like that um, Ghostbusters movie. It's like they're really trying to pull at culture and be like, oh, us too. We're yeah. also in that in that lane with you.
0: Wasn't there a show like that? I, I almost feel like I want to say it was that show on Netflix. Um, Never Have I Ever, I think. Never where Have Where it's I ever. like you have the pretty much all the races i think there's like an asian there's an indian there's black then there's um the lesbian then there's like it was it must have been another movie
1: no maybe you're right maybe
0: it was she's all that that i felt that that i was like girl like this isn't even adding to the storyline right now like all the colors of the rainbow yeah and that's like that is a nice thing it is but i get what you're saying where it can feel like so forced it's like how does this fit here and what's the Point type of thing, and
1: understand it's not. I'm not against diversity. I am the farthest thing from you know xenophobic or all these things or all these topics. Like literally, I paint my nails. What I'm saying is, I feel like just companies are just doing it. Just I don't even know if they believe it themselves. I Mm -hmm. think it's just a show sometimes. Yeah. But anyways, going back to toxic masculinity, right? Um, how a lot of people want to talk about how to stop it, how to make it okay to be not have to be that masculine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and people say that it needs to be called out. Do you really? feel like it's the right thing to do to call someone out for being too masculine or being toxically masculine?
0: But like, what would that look like? Like,
1: well, okay. So one person said, be a be supportive and kind friend to people without regard to their gender, sexuality, or gender role, adherence, or variance. Uh, critically examine gendered roles and expectations.
0: Wait, I don't even know what any of that means, honey. Like, can we speak English? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, um, like, just give me a real life example. So, okay,
1: an example. Uh, we're a group of teenagers and I make a very crude joke.
0: Ooh. Right?
1: Like, I just About say something woman. like, not just women, but like, I don't know. Like, even diversity. Like, I say a bad word. Oh, right? yeah.
0: I think it should be called out. And then
1: everybody around me, like, I'm waiting to see if everybody laughs at my
0: joke. But right? I don't think it should be called out always publicly. Like, I think there is a sense of human, like, humanness where you can go to that person and be like, hey, I didn't really think that was, like, all right. Yeah. Have you, like, I- I'm personally not one to impose thoughts on somebody, but I, I would not feel comfortable leaving that situation and being like, However, I remember I told you that I did do that once where my friend said something racist and I was so shocked. I didn't know what to say.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I was like,
0: how? I think
1: <laughs> it's I think it's like it's like not laughing at jokes like that. I think yeah. people in general just do it for attention sometimes. And so if they crack a joke and it's like, it's kind of off-putting, you just don't laugh at it. You just kind of ignore it, I think. Oh, and yeah. Then, that's and then what, that's get, the best. they'll yeah. get that, oh, you know, that wasn't as funny as I thought it would have been. And then maybe they just drop it completely. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I, I think we are all kind of coming in terms with our inner hormonal balancing section of our bodies, you know, like we, were, you were started the episode with the whole cycle sinking.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: as dudes, we can't all we're not all testosterone up and macho and mm-hmm. like super aggressive all the time. Like we are sensitive as well.
0: Right. And, which and is why it's nice also when they teach kids at school, especially boys. To show their emotions. I honestly can't imagine what it must have been like for me as, I don't know, just a girl growing up to be told, yeah, don't cry. Like, Girl, I let it out. There was so many times and it kind of felt good.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny though? Like along these same lines... We all fall into like stereotypical things. Yeah. And so, you know, TikTok went along the lines of doing boy dinner and girl dinner.
0: Oh, seriously? Boy dinner? Wait, I saw the girl <laughs> dinners. What What are boy dinners? So what
1: constitutes a girl dinner?
0: Like little bits of everything. So like, I don't know, give me some fries and some Caesar salad side and maybe a Coke. Okay. Maybe some ketchup. So this
1: maybe- <laughs> this is boy dinner. Ready? I want to show you boy maybe dinner. This some is my milk? meal. I call this boy dinner.
0: <laughs> Ew, what the hell? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Ew.
1: So it's a guy who walks into his room. That was very creative. And finds a stale ass pizza under his bed sheet. He
0: de- did that on purpose. His room was a mess. That honestly. That is boy dinner. What I can't believe is my room used to be that messy when I was a teenager. My mom always said nobody would marry me because of how messy I was. And you guys, I am nowhere near that anymore. I became really organized. Thank God.
1: So I don't know why, but boy dinner is signified as kind of like caveman food, like just not caring.
0: It's your late night McDonald's, honey.
1: No, no, no. It's like eating chicken breasts off a fork. It's like you get no plate. Ew! You just get a piece of chicken and you just eat it. Hence, this is my meal. I call this boy dinner. This is boy dinner. This is the second boy dinner.
0: Oh, my God. Baja Blast. Yes
1: wow blast with a sugar cookie
0: whoa wait i kind of want that <laughs> that sounds nice
1: For dinner. So, dinner so when i was younger i would concoct stuff like this i wouldn't go grocery shopping myself and so i would have oh, to yeah. create my own foods and it feels like we're carrying that along with us into adulthood i'm just like creating these Little like things. weird kind of concoctions
0: do you remember anything really weird you did
1: For me, I just eat like bologna with like bread and it was kind of like nasty. But is there something that maybe you would have made when you were younger that still sticks out to you?
0: I remember me and my sister would go downstairs and we would, um, you know, those little croissants. Those are actually pretty good. You just like pop them open. It's like that little white guy. You just pop that open and then you make oh the these pills right at the boy yeah those yeah, yeah. but that doesn't seem that terrible right okay because no, you gotta
1: bake it like you want went through a process
0: okay I guess p- cocoa puffs like hello or no oh. cocoa pebbles cocoa <laughs> pebbles, pebbles cocoa pebbles
1: and Nesquik no I'm talking like you reach into the fridge and you get a mozzarella stick and then you like shove it inside of something oh yeah and you no eat it.
0: I forgot about those days yeah, yeah for sure.
1: Oh, but yeah, boy dinner, girl dinner, very popular on TikTok currently. And for a good reason, like honestly, everybody's lived it. Uh, I've had my fair share of just nasty foods. Uh, Can
0: we talk about something real quick? Like, tell me. I realized we went to Chick fil A the other day and we got ourselves <laughs> a 30 count chicken yep. nuggets. When I look at that, I'm sorry, how much was it? $17. Seventeen dollars, I said. For this, it's delicious. Yes, but I can't imagine being a parent and my child goes to Chick Fil A, Starbucks every afternoon. Like, how much money are they wasting? And are we going to have to have a budget for these kids? This is wild. I want to know from the parents,
1: Natalie. Yeah, I want you to listen. Listen to this, right? I have a. Did you know, Dennis? Fun fact of the week. Why are you blowing your nose, girl? Leave me alone. (laughs) Camera. So let me tell you, right? In some cultures, I'm still going along those lines of menstruation and period stuff. For the first time, when a girl menstruates, their mom slaps them across the face, right? It's a cultural tradition thought by some to signify the difficulties of life as a woman. Oh my God. Can you believe that? Being on your period for the first time, you get smacked. What do you got to say about it? You're just going to stand there and just like.
0: No, I just, I, I, sometimes, those are the things I don't like about womanhood. We are the minority. That makes me sad. What do you
1: mean about the minority?
0: Like that. Like, why do we get slapped?
1: Guys get castrated. For what? Sometimes in in in, in tribes, guys get, like, their thingy, you know.
0: Well, yeah, honey, but, well, but not in regards to something that naturally happens to them. <laughs> well... You're going to bitch slap me?
1: Let's say, I don't know. Who do you, uh, I got to say, I I do believe women have it harder in life, right? I want to be very honest, but at the same time, (laughs) I want to
0: know what, I think, I think dudes have it a little
1: hard too. I feel like like it's so easy. Let's talk
0: about the pros and the cons. Okay. So I'll be obviously in the girl side. Why it's so much harder and you'd be on the boys.
1: No, I'll be on the girl side too. (laughs) (laughs) That way the argument's over. I don't want to argue about Uh it. I I
0: didn't want to argue. I I want to.
1: It's, it's maybe, I don't know. I,
0: let us know down below I in the comments. I already agreed
1: with you anyways. There's really no no arguing it.
0: No arguing. Just let us know down below in the comments if it's a a boy's world or a girl's world and who has it harder.
1: Did you know that periods can actually affect your singing?
0: What? Oh, yes. my God. So That's crazy.
1: Periods can make you either lose a certain pitch or gain a pitch.
0: Oh, my God. It
1: actually affects your singing very highly And it can impact the outcome of a play or a show.
0: Huh. That's interesting. That is. There you go. More complexities (laughs) as a woman.
1: There you go. Now, if you're a
0: singer, you got to think about it. Thinking, looking at my background, I did not realize all these midliners. Like, I knew this was a part of my background, but I was like, where are they? And now here they are.
1: You know what that reminds me of? What? DIY. What part? The drama that's going on on TikTok right now. From who? It's like this DIY drama thing going on.
0: Wait, what's happening? I don't understand.
1: How about we talk about TikTok drama, which is something we tend to kinda of get away from, but in this case TikTok. I wanted to ask you because you were a part of the, you know, whole DIY scene or whatever.
0: You know what's crazy? Tell me. I've never I've never seen myself as a DIY girl. Really? I haven't. I did like maybe four DIY videos, like actual DIYs.
1: So you don't believe journaling or or anything in terms of school?
0: When I think of DIY, I think of like the OGs. I don't think about myself, so I like think of cutting interest- shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what I think of when I yeah. think DIY.
0: Yeah, I don't think of myself like that. So it is interesting when people put me in that category. I just think that for me, maybe there hasn't been a category of like, like, journaly artsy. Like I don't know.
1: So let me let me say this. I was going to link to a TikTok video that I was going to show, but I don't want to show it. I'm just going to basically explain. <laughs> What it is. That was actually kind of high. I'm sorry about that. uh Anyways, there's this girl who does DIYs. There's a fan that she has who is also oh, <clears throat> a big creator. Okay. And this big creator copied the DIYs and did them, right? So Ooh, they were inspired. Okay. Would and- you be okay with that, you personally, if someone did your DIYs and made a video? I want to understand how you feel about it.
0: So did they credit her?
1: I do not know. Let's say they didn't credit her. That wouldn't be nice. It wouldn't be nice.
0: No, because then you're technically you know like you're basically stealing like obviously DIYs are meant to be redone right mm-hmm. but isn't there an element of giving the person credit or something like that like it doesn't really make sense I
1: do agree with you and the thing is a lot of the people in the comments are attacking the DIYer who's trying to defend herself herself why her things her, her creativity they're saying that it's impossible for the other girl to have copied because they did it so close to each other And no one really owns an idea. Like if you go and do a DIY, chances are likely that somebody else already did it. Yeah, that is true. But what I I do believe, though, is if another creator does it and it's a big creator, Mm -hmm. I think that that person isn't your typical DIY viewer anymore. Right. I think that at that point, they're kind of gaining from creating the DIY.
0: So basically what we're saying is let's say that there's a smaller creator whose DIYs are really amazing and then I'm consecutively taking their ideas and doing them on my page. Yes. Well, as a creator, it is very hard to come up with ideas. So I wouldn't think that's flattery if you're not crediting me or being like, hey, so-and-so inspired me or even tagging me or anything like that. I personally, I would see that as like, girl you just like stealing my ideas i would personally see it like that it's, it's true <laughs> am i like the girl that everybody hates i don't it's, know i just true. I, it doesn't cost you a lot to just tag someone
1: i think it also depends on how you go about telling someone right i wouldn't personally make a video all about that
0: oh so, so she did that so, she so did what that. she was like it was mean she was upset
1: she was very upset okay. i didn't watch the original video but i do know that she went after the other creator and and the other creators larger
0: did they um, just talk about it behind the scenes? Couldn't they have just done that?
1: I guess not in that case. They wanted to bring it to the front.
0: Yeah, I do think when you make it public like that, it's a little weird as well.
1: Yeah, I think it just made things awkward. Um, And they probably should have resolved it on their own.
0: This reminds me, we've been to a few influencer parties, if you will. <laughs> no, it's because... It, cause go ahead, go who ahead. Was, who was, I'm not going to say the person's name, but basically everyone that you've ever seen get canceled quote-unquote was at this party basically <laughs> and then dennis and myself and the Merrill twins which haven't been canceled
1: <laughs> apparently we'll we're still striving Merrill twins are still striving too
0: but what i recognize is i told dennis the other day i was like i'm so happy that we never really formally became friends with any of these people because my god do they just like to stir the pot
1: let me tell you though having friends is nice Yes right? it is Good but not friends. having
0: tra- dramatic tra- trauma trauma little dramatic friends. Yes. Like we were talking about um this DIYer Oh, should we just say it? No. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about this DIYer who apparently um I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't even know what
1: you're talking about. (laughs) I can't What are you even referencing? You know,
0: the girl that started a fight with me, supposedly. Oh, no, don't bring that up. Who cares? Well, I was just going to mention how she's like back and she...
1: I think she's been back. She's been back? I think it's just when things happen, they like kind of pop off and like she gets... A little bit more views than she normally does. And and it's always usually for like bad reasons.
0: That's why I wanted to mention it because it reminds me of what you were talking about with this girl. It's like, why start that if you could just have handled it behind the scenes?
1: Anyways, going back to (laughs) friends, you know what's the best time to make friends? When? The first day of school.
0: I don't know about that. Ninth grade year, I didn't make any friends. It was my first day of school and I moved and I sat alone for lunch.
1: Let me tell you this. It's funny that you actually just mentioned lunch okay. because I have a funny video that we have to watch.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is a TikTok, school. And this, this on is
1: the, the first day of school.
0: This happened on our first day back at school.
1: So they're at lunch and they flip the table.
0: What the hell? Wait, how?
1: <laughs> and they just fall back. I think that's so hilarious. Whatever. <laughs> the point is what I, want, what I want to react to is what is your most memorable moment from the first day of school?
0: first day of school which which year, I Any guess year. That's the, for me okay i remember it okay <laughs> go, wow, ahead, go so ahead you
1: remember the moment that i'm about to say <laughs> go, something Go go go. for me it's going to the wrong school i got taken to the wrong school i started in like homeroom it's terrible i walk around school aimlessly i have no classes i don't know what the hell is going on apparently my parents took me to the wrong school and that's my mo- mo- most memorable first day that's a traumatic it was terrible moment absolutely terrible
0: my very first memory was actually my first day of first grade i did not know a inch of english and so an inch of english English. i I didn't know anything and so the teacher everybody around me also only spoke english so the teacher put me into this little reading corner it was like a little house and inside the house was my first friend ever paula and paula actually spoke Spanish so we both got to speak Spanish and then everybody was so shocked I guess because we were one of we were the only two people in the whole school that were Hispanic so Mm -hmm. all these kids had never heard this language and so everybody was just surrounding us around the little house and it was such a special moment because she's my first friend ever
1: well first friends that you make in the first day of school are always super memorable yeah because they're the ones that or it's kind of like a first boyfriend girlfriend.
0: It is. They will always hold a special place in your heart.
1: And for me, I remember my first friend and he was also very very kind. Mm-hmm. You always find that one kind friend that will like make you tell tell you that it's all okay and that you're fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's I was very insecure going into school first day and very really? scared. I don't know how you felt. I actually had really bad vomiting when I went oh, to school. Wow. I was very nervous.
0: You tend to vomit when you're nervous, huh?
1: I get, yeah, explosive <laughs> vomiting when oh I get really God.
0: nervous. That must be terrible, actually. I
1: don't know why. I, I feel like the world's falling apart, and then I just decide to go on, like,
0: Aww.
1: I don't know. I got this <laughs> bodily function that just kind of happens.
0: That's terrible.
1: Uh, anyways, we have some snaps today. Sabine so isn't joining us because she's been a little bit busy. But we're gonna go into a snap section. We're gonna talk about a little bit of celebrity news. Oh. Uh so the girl from Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. She's engaged. What the hell?
0: <laughs> How old is she now? At
1: nineteen years old.
0: Oh, don't we all love that young love? I'm gonna look at who this person is. It's
1: uh Bon Jovi's son. I'm not into music that much. I just know that Bon Jovi is a dude and he has a the they son. They're engaged. Together? That's all I know.
0: Are they cute together?
1: I don't know. Samina so I mean, prepared this mask for today, and she's not here. She's busy.
0: Oh, wait. Let me see.
1: We so we actually fought the urge to watch Stranger Things. Natalie's always anti-mainstream TV. Wow,
0: she's she's really grown.
1: Yeah. She's yeah, they young look lady. really
0: freaking cute together.
1: <laughs> oh wow, cool.
0: They look really cute together.
1: Wow, they do. Well, we're very happy for her. That's nice. <laughs> Can't you? wait! Can't wait for Stranger Things season five or whatever in twenty fifty <laughs> in twenty twenty
0: thirty. Wait, I did hear that it got like um, prolonged. Oh my god, they're really cute together. What the hell?
1: And that's it for snaps of the week because I'm not about to go into other things that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, Natalie, I wanted to say thank you for uh, informing us about your menstrual cycle
0: we're not done here because there is a secret that we want to reveal for today's episode (laughs) (laughs) okay it's not that (laughs) so you guys guess what oh my god okay so i have obviously known this news for quite some time but me and my family have been keeping it in because you know just for privacy reasons, but I am happy to announce that my sister is pregnant once again. Yeah. Yay! we are very emotional and very excited, very nervous. I want to thank everybody who has kept us in their hearts and in their mind, in our mi- in their minds. What's up, um, baby? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited for this new phase of life. I actually wanted to take her clothing shopping for baby clothes um again so we will see if that will happen i also kind of wanted to bring her on the podcast i feel like i've it's just a story worth telling a lot of women go through loss and i think it would be Very special. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know over on our podcast, Natalie and Dennis Show on Instagram, or even write a comment down below. See if just literally write, I want to see a dog on the show. And then I'll send her a screenshot and see if she's willing to share her story. We're very excited. And her baby shower is coming up.
1: Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. It's a little different. Just us two, but it was very serious about menstrual cycling. Hope you consider it and start doing it. Hopefully it can help you with your life and it helps you achieve your goals if you haven't subscribed subscribe and also if you're watching us on spotify or apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us
0: rate us baby it helps us us a lot like a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot also refers to some friends and uh thank you for tuning in weekly we're here every single friday
1: friday at what time natalie
0: 4 p.m eastern time what time was that 4 p.m eastern time thanks for
1: tuning in and we'll catch you next time peace out goodbye